podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Colin McGuigan for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm delighted to get this one across the line. I've been pestering Sam Jones. It's quarter past 12, just after we've watched the fight, and he's agreed to do it. So big up, Sam Jones. Sam, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. And yeah, you have to let people know this because they think, because I'm like, I'm slightly irrelevant. People will think, ah, he's asking for interviews. I don't. I'm just the chubby man with an opinion. I just WhatsApp Sam Jones and he said yeah. to me, mate, you're torturing me. And I said, please just give me 10 minutes. So quarter past 12 and you're giving me your time. Really appreciate it, mate. We'll get you straight staying, into it. I'm staying up for Elimination Chamber, mate. So we're good. We're fresh. Oh, I, I forgot you love that nonsense. WWE here. You need to check out my interview with Roman Reigns, actually, on IFL. Never call it nonsense ever again. I can't have it, mate. Not for me. But let's get, <laughs> let's get to the, re- the real fight in here. Right. What did you make of that tonight? First of all, what's your opinion on Ben Davison at the end? Because personally, I think it was a good stoppage. Mate, I think if you disagree with that stoppage, you're mad. People say, oh, there's 10 seconds left. Mate, it doesn't matter if there's one second left, if it's the difference between one more shot landed. Do you understand what I mean? Sonny Edwards put it correct. If... Maurizio Lara would have had five more seconds on him. Lee Wood would have woke up in the changing room. He obviously put it in a, in, a, in, a, in a more brutal way. But listen, Lee Wood, I'll be perfectly honest with you, I gave him a little bit of a chance. And because I've been open about it, I've been open about the fight. I gave him a bit of a chance, but not a lot of a chance. But I'll be perfectly honest with you, I thought he was outstanding. I thought he, I thought he was absolutely outstanding. I thought Ben Davison's game plan was fantastic. I thought it was, it was punch perfect. Really, I mean, he took his shots, took his licks, but there's just always that danger when you fight someone like Maurizio Lara who can, can, can fucking whack. Listen, right? I, 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 I actually spoke to Mick. Mick Conlon, just about 10 minutes ago on the phone, having a, having a chat with him. And he wanted um, Lee Wood to win the fight. I think we all we all wanted to. Do you know what I mean? Also, like, do you know what I mean? We, we, we want him to win. It sets up a good a good fight, but we'll come to that. But I said to Mick, I said, Mick, you'd, you could beat Lara easy, yeah? Like, outbox him. But if you turn away, if you switch off for a single second, you could also get knocked the fuck out. Because it's good. Maurizio Lara is he's a beast, isn't he? He's a fucking beast. And but look, I thought it was a mad move doing that fight. However, he has to be commended because who on earth is giving voluntary shots to people like Maurizio Lara nowadays? Nobody. So I tip my um, my hat's not on, but Lee Wood, I tip my hat to you, sir. Um, even though you're a Forest fan, great performance and. Um, and I hope we see um, him back in the ring really soon. I think uh, he'll have a good break with his. Uh, I know he's got a young family, and then I want to see him rematch rematch my pal, and I want to see him do it in Ireland. He had the first one in Nottingham, have the second one in Ireland, and listen, have the third one at the City Ground, and then or, or whatever, and see how what the fights like. And but there could be three fights. There could be a trilogy with with Mick, and I think, and I think uh, the fight was that good the first time. I would all love to see that again, but that's what I'd like to see next. Lee Wood's not done at all. Lee Wood, Lee Wood was brilliant in that fight. Genuinely, I commend him. He was fantastic in that fight. He just made one mistake and he got 
he got caught with a left hook that would have knocked a small animal out. We'll get on the rematches. We'll get on to what options are for Leewood next. But I want to get your honest opinion on that fight because I want to hear, how were you scoring it up until that knockdown? I wasn't scoring it. Usually I'm scoring it. I wasn't scoring it. I had Leewood winning the fight quite quite, quite handily on the scorecards. Um, and I honestly thought, I was thinking, hold on a minute. Lee Woods, do you know what I mean? Like, Laura looked a bit tired and a bit disorganised, but he always looked disorganised. Do you know what I mean? He always looks a bit ragged. But that left hook, oof, oh my God, I felt it. Like, and I was just, and, and listen, Ben Davison spends, as do many, as do all, all trainers, they spend the most time with the fighter, more time than managers, whatever. He spends the most time with him. He knows him better. And it wasn't a knee-jerk reaction for Ben. Ben would, I think, would have just looked at his legs and thought, if Maurizio Lara hits hits him one more time, it, it's done. Do you know what I mean? Like, like he, he could have been, it could have been a lot worse than what it was. Lee Wood, he's 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 he looks healthy, like he's say he's got a few bruises and stuff, but he'll at least he'll go home, he'll go home safe. I'm of the same opinion as you. I think it was a great stoppage. I think really Ben Davison's done his man a good favour there and kept him safe for another day. However, I understand the argument that people will say is, well, look, there's there's eight seconds left here. What, what would you what would you reply to that? I don't bite. Like I'm, if he was fighting a, a maybe even a, a probably a lesser puncher, I don't know. Maybe he would have been given more. But the way Maurizio Lara can hit, Ben's aware of that. Ben's aware of that. I thought, God, a free shot from Maurizio Lara. No, thank you. What's next for Maurizio Lara, first of all? Because where does he go from here? The ball's in his court, obviously. Well, he just, well, he just spat in Josh Warrington's face, didn't he? So you, you'd probably think that's probably going to be the next the next thing. But Do you like that fight? It's a hard fight for Josh. It's a hard fight for Josh, especially the Josh Warrington three and a half years ago. Yes, but this this the, the 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 tail end of his career, Josh Warrington, is a hard fight for him. Do Would you, know you say I mean? a loss is career ending for Josh Warrington in that situation? Um, you can never say that. I suppose it depends on the manner, the manner um of of of, of, of the loss. I'm not I'm not saying oh he's he's there long to lose because listen, Josh Warrington is a great fighter. Could well beat um could well beat him. So. Who knows? I just think Maurizio Lara is 24. He's fresh. He's such a hard puncher. I just think I'd rather like to see Warrington, uh, Michael Conlon and Lee Wood have like a round robin kind of fights. Like one fights one, one fights the other. And they can all do it in their big, in their grounds. One in Leeds, one in Nottingham, one in Ireland. So realistically here, you, you've you're a promoter, you've you've seen this, you manage fighters, you understand the ins and outs. There was a rematch clause. Do you believe Eddie Hearn one activates that rematch clause? And two, do you think that's in within his fighters' best interest? It's not up to Eddie Hearn to reactivate the rematch clause. It's up to it'll be up to Lee Wood and Ben Davison, his manager, to to activate that rematch clause. I would let <laughs> I would have an interim fight if I was Lee Wood. I would, I would, a scenario here, if Mick Condon fights Lopez, I believe Mick Condon beats Lopez. I believe you should then go and have the huge fight with Michael Condon at, at Falls Park. That, that, that's In Ireland, what, yeah? 
yeah, that's what I would do if I was if I was Lee Wood. I'd, I'd go to, I'd earn as much money as possible. He's 34, touching 35, make as much money as possible. And if you want to rematch Maurizio Lara after the Mick fight or whatever, if you if it's still there, then 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 do it. But I would. So you think Mick Conlon fights Lopez here? He, be, he beats Lopez. Warrington and Wood maybe go at it in the summer at Ellen's Road, possibly. And then Lee Wood has an interim fight. Maybe Jazza Dickens in the interim? No, Lee Wood and Warrington won't fight next now, in my opinion. Lara and, and, and Warrington, I'm saying? Lara and Warrington probably will. At Ellen's Road, right? And I'm saying possibly is it, is, it, is it a potential that that Lee Wood says, okay, let's have a comeback fight against Jazza Dickens. Revenge up. Thing is, fighting Jazz is not a foregone conclusion. Jazz is Jazz is a top fighter, you know. Jazz is a top fighter. That's not a foregone. Maybe, maybe that's that's the fight next. I would love to see Jazza get that opportunity. Jazza deserves a big a big night as well. So yeah, maybe maybe he could fight Jazza Dickens in the in the uh, in the interim, but. This is the risk you take. I mean, listen, he's clear. He's he's approved. He's a risk taker anyway because he pops Maurizio Lara on a voluntary defence. So, I think did you fight... see a fall off in Leewood from that Michael Conlon fight? Did you see oh. any effects from that Michael Conlon fight tonight in Leewood? No, zero. He was you, really you... good. I thought. I thought. I thought Leewood was fantastic tonight. Didn't you? I I thought he was great as well. I mean, obviously that momentarily slip of concentration. <laughs> He boxed a hell of a lot better than he did against Mick. Mick, Mick was Mick was beating him up for fun for nine rounds. How much respect do we need to put on Mauricio Lara's name now? He's 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 probably he's established himself as the number one, the number one featherweight in the world. But it sounds mad because he is such a dangerous bastard. But he is beatable. He is really beatable. And you think that was a bad move tonight from Ben Davison to put to put Lee Wood in there with Larry? Do you think it was the right move at this time of his career? I don't. I don't want to say that because I already gave my opinion before the fight, and I probably was a bit harsh in the way in my uh, in in my uh, well, I don't know what the word the word is. It's this late, but it's I was probably a bit harsh on my assessment of the of the of the fight being made itself. I, I thought that. I've got my business hat on. You understand? I've got my, my my manager's hat on, and I thought that a rematch with Mick Condon is far more lucrative um, than, than the Lara fight. But listen, it's done now, isn't it? It's done now. Lee Wood was brilliant tonight, um, and he'll feel very, very deflated. But he was he was he was fantastic. He's, he performed great. He boxed out of his skin. And listen, he just got caught against a massive puncher. It happens. That's the risk you take. But in, uh, in it is what it is. I like what you've proposed in terms of the Mick Conlon rematch, doing in Ireland, and then have the trilogy fight because this could be one of the greatest trilogies the UK and Ireland have ever seen. Really, if we, yeah, if we think about it, both big like Lee Wood. I mean, I hope. I mean. The Nottingham Forest boys aren't my favourite. <laughs> they will be in a derby fan, but hopefully they back their boy and and they uh, they support him in a comeback fight and they can they can have an away day in Ireland against against Mick Conlon because let's be honest, Mick Conlon's now in the driver's seat because he's a huge draw and win, lose or draw, they love him. They love him, so they're going to come out for him. 
So Mick Conlon wins his world title. Mick Conlon's got the, I mean, listen, Mick was uh, very vocal in wanting the rematch with, with Lee. Lee never gave him it. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's going to be up to whether it's going to be up to Mick Conlon now whether whether that rematch happens, which I think Mick will do it for, for for listen for pride because I think Mick will think that he's better than than Lee would. Um, but ultimately, you couldn't meet two nicer men than Lee Wood and Michael Conlon. By the way, I just think let's get that fight on, have the rematch, and then have a trilogy, make loads of money. That's what I was, my next question. I was going to get on to. Would it be dangerous to step back into the ring with Mauricio Lara? One, because it's potentially career-ending if you get knocked out again by Mauricio Lara. He fights Lara again, off set back, back to back. And listen, touch wood, it doesn't happen. Um, and he gets knocked out again. And he haven't got really anywhere to go on back-to-back knockouts. You know what I mean? He performed out of his skin there. It was a great fight. It was entertaining. People will be looking forward to watching box again. Swerve that for now, in my opinion. Swerve that for now. Let Mauricio Lara fight somebody else. Before I let you go, just give me a quick breakdown of the rest of the card. What did you think of Dalton Smith's performance, Brent? Um, I thought he started off well, but it was lacklustre for me from Dalton. I thought, listen, Dalton's a top, top talent. Um, you can see that, and it happens with a lot of good fighters, they get up for the big ones. And this is the reason why I said the other day that why are people so against two young fighters fighting for the British title? Why can't we see Adam Azim against Dalton Smith for the British title? Like, two young guys on the come-up, same way James DeGale did and George Groves, same way Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois, Dillian White, Anthony Joshua. Let's see a huge fight between Azim and Dalton Smith. I'm sure that Dalton Smith will get up for that fight. So, that, that's, just, that's just my opinion. I thought that he, he might have overlooked him a little bit. Um, uh, Billy Anderton. So, but Dalton's a great fighter. I just, I would like to see him fight much better opposition than that. And that's the reason why. I mean, it probably won't happen because it's just the way it is sometimes. But Joe Joyce box, Daniel Dubois, Dillian White, Joshua, I've said it. I've, I've already just said it. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to see that fight happen. Gary Coley tonight, a good performance. Do you think it's time now for him to step up the levels? And, and maybe see a Maxi Hughes fight in, in Dublin? If I'm Maxi Hughes as manager, if I'm Steffi Ball, I'm going nowhere near Gary Cullen. I'm just going nowhere near him because he's young, he's fresh, he's fucking awkward, he's six foot two, he can punch, he's strong, he's gangly. He's going to be fucking hard to beat, Gary Cullen. If we're you talking word level, right, in that division, is Gary Cullen a problem? 100%. He's six foot two and he can whack. And he's strong, he's tough, he's listening. How he's high got... is the ceiling for him? Say again. How high is the ceiling for him? Like what levels do you think he can get to? Oh, I think he's a superstar. I do. I think he, I think he could be Ireland's next big next big thing. In in terms of who you would like to see him fight next, if it wasn't Maxi Hughes, who would you like to see him fight in Dublin? Thinking of a step up. I don't like the Linares fight because I know Linares and and, and Linares isn't what he once was. Um, listen, listen, the Maxi Hughes fight's a great fight for Gary. It's not a great fight for Maxi. So I don't know. I, I actually don't know the, the answer to that question, but he, he needs a big fight now. Before I let you go, next week, Tommy Fury, Jake Paul. Give me oh, your thoughts on that. Tommy Fury knocks him out. 
Tommy Fury does. Because me and you actually spoke, and maybe I'd say... Tommy Fury was, was training in Derby when he was about 15 years old with a friend of mine. And he was knocking out full-grown men, professionals. And, like, he can fight. Okay, you don't have to think he's very good, but he can fight. Do you he's think he knocks Jake Paul out? Yes, he knocks him out. He has to. If he, goes, if, to if points, he goes to points, Tommy Fury shouldn't box again. Well, it's a big statement, Sam. You actually said to me nine months ago, you know, when, when I first proposed this type of question to you, I don't know if you'll remember it, but you told me you were actually pleasantly surprised with the level Jake Paul was at and you thought he was a genuine contender. No, I never said he was a genuine contender. I, I, I'll find it. You said you said you think that he could beat Tommy Fury at the time. So it's interesting to hear your your back and forth. I think I'll, I'll find it in sanity, but that's that around about what you said. I don't know when I said that, but if, if I said that, then listen, Jake Paul can he can fight. He can clearly fight because if you're knocking out Tyrone Woodley, I'm not saying Tyrone Woodley's not a boxer, but he can fight. Do you understand what I mean? Jake Paul can clearly fight, but. Tommy Fury's been bred around it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying he takes it seriously. I just think, listen, even if I did say that, listen, we all say we all say stuff. Yeah. So if yeah, I said, I would like to hear it, though. Hear me, hear me say I just think Tommy Fury knocks him out. Do you agree with the WBC ranking for the winner? Um, it's going to be top 40 because I know people have said that it was top 15. That's listen, not true. We, it's going to be top 40. We've seen someone else ranked in the ranking systems that have been dead. So... We, 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 I don't need to go into that. It's people are just outraged that it's Jake Paul. I think that's just all it is. I mean, listen, it's it's a business at the end of the day, and Jake Paul brings big business. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, uh, Sam, absolute pleasure. At half half just after half past midnight, you've done this. Enjoy your fake uh, wrestling tonight. That will be obviously special listen, for you. Really appreciate your time. Though. You're a secret fan, mate. A secret, nah, fan. nah, nah. I interviewed Roman Reigns. That's I haven't got a photo with Triple H. So that's my that's there you it. go. Then. There you uh, go. That's it. That's it. That's my claim to fame. But uh, enjoy, mate. Thank you very much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. We'll speak Cheers, to you. Cheers, Sports Social Podcast Network.